hello, hello. Welcome back to the Real and Raw podcast with your host, myself, Helen Derbyshire. As always, if you're new here, hi, hello, welcome. And if you are not new here, thank you so much for coming back. So as you've figured out by the name of this title, we're going to be talking about discovering your purpose. Now, that is a fully loaded term. You've probably seen this all over the internet. Maybe you've heard your friends speak about it. Maybe you've heard me speak about it. Maybe you think that it's this huge grand thing that you have to find and that's what life's all about, seeking this purpose. And then once you've found it, you know, you are one of the lucky ones and hurrah, hurrah, there we go, that's all done. But that's not the case, right? So I want to kind of explain to you what it means to discover your purpose, the truth behind it all, what it really means, how to do it, you know, what is my purpose and how I discovered it. And as always, I give you context and talk, um, talk about personal experiences that I have um, been through. So you can just relate and just know that I'm not just saying this as, you know, a life coach, like I've read it in a book. These are things that I have genuinely and authentically experienced. So when we're talking about discovering our purpose, maybe you listen to this episode because you are looking to discover your purpose. Now you may have gone into this or maybe you have these ideologies and beliefs that your purpose is this huge monumental thing that you have to discover like, I don't know, climate change or something or feeding the hungry. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that is something that we, a lot of us think that it's this huge grand gesture that we have to seek out and we have to you know try and change the world with but sorry guys that's not the case and that's probably a good thing for you to hear because it's less overwhelming then and I think when we think it's these huge grand gestures um you know like going and starting a business that does some you know such a thing or whatever it is you think it's this huge monumental thing and that you you know there's a real there's a quote and I actually kind of used to live by it and I'll tell you why it's a little bit problematic so the quote is if you find a job you love, you never work a day in your life. And I used to live by that and it's fucking bullshit. Honestly, it's fucking bullshit because I love what I do and trust me, some days I don't. Some days it's really, really hard and some days I have to really dig deep with parts of my purpose. My purpose isn't just work and I will get to that. But, you know, I think sometimes we think that we're all going to stumble across this purpose that's hidden somewhere in a little nook and cranny somewhere that we just have to go and seek it like, I don't know, like a game of Pokemon or something. And when we find it, then we, we quit our job and we go, you know, fuck this, let me go and find, you know, a job that's, you know, this purpose or whatever it is, or let me go and start this business. Well, hang on, hang on a minute. You know, you have a job. Um, you're not just going to go and say, fuck this job. I mean, you can, of course. Um, and then you're going to stumble across something that is like hugely profound and life changing. And that's what you're set out and meant to do. And that's not the case. And I think so many of us think that it is. And that's what gets overwhelming because that doesn't feel attainable or achievable. Sorry, I had to stop recording them because um, they're cutting down the trees on the street. So there's chainsaws very, very loud in the background. So if you do hear them, I apologize. But I think it stopped for now and I've closed my window. So anyway. Back to the point, just thought I'd let you know. I, I always have issues with audio, but I carve out a certain amount of time in my week to record this and nothing is going to stop me from recording it. So you're just going to have to put up with some potential chainsaw noise, but I think it stops, so we're all good. Anyway, so I th where was we? I think we were um, you know, kind of talking about uh, discovering your purpose and that it's not one of these things that hits you square between the eyes and goes, that's it, go and pursue it. Because like I said, is that realistic? Can you just find this purpose and then go out there and, you know, have a job in that field or a successful business? Well, hang on, we're forgetting 
there's a lot of work that goes into that. We don't just stumble upon our purpose. And I'm not an advocate of saying, you know, there's a lot out there that people are saying, you know, oh, fuck the nine to five and go and discover your purpose. Well, hang on, right? Let's not fuck the nine to five because, and I, I'm, you know, I've not worked a nine to five ever. Maybe there was about three months of my life where I did when I was like 21. Um, I'm not into that whole fuck the nine to five. I think it's really stupid and really um, irresponsible. And I think there's this maybe connotation, this is a connotation I have anyway, that this purpose that you have is not related to a corporate structure or a corporate job, um, which contradictory um, to kind of where I'm going with this discovering purpose. But if we're going to talk about how you find your purpose within a workplace, you know, something that you're passionate about doing, um, I think people think that it stems from having your own business. And that's not the case. You can do something purposeful in a nine to five on a average salary. And that could be you discovering your purpose because you're doing something you're passionate about. So I think that's the problem. I think people think it's, you know, being self-employed is going and discovering your purpose. Like I said, it's not the case. And also it's not these grand gestures about, you know, curing world hunger. It's it's not because, like I said, it gets overwhelming. So what does it really mean? That's what you're probably thinking. Well, what does it really mean, Helen? You've told me what it isn't, but what is it really? So for me, I think discovering your purpose is about obviously discovering more about yourself but i think your purpose is 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 you you have to discover yourself so in order to discover ourselves we have to do a lot of self development work so maybe right now you think it's about going and figuring out if you like to i don't know like to work in marketing or you like to work as you know you want to be a dancer or whatever when i personally think it has to start with us so discovering your purpose has to start with you and your purpose can be something that you do want to fulfill on a daily basis. So if you are passionate about doing something um, or something brings you peace and happiness, it depends what your purpose is. So is your purpose to be like, I'll, I, I feel like I have a few. So mine is to live a calm, peaceful life. That is one of my purposes. So each day I seek out that purpose. How do I invite peace and stillness and calmness into my life on a daily basis? So therefore I'm fulfilling my purpose, right? And I can have other purposes. I always want to be creative. Okay, so I have to ensure that parts of my work are creative. Uh, I also want to be an amazing partner, an amazing mother, that are also my purposes, but not my sole purpose. I have multiple, mostly irrelevant to me specifically, and others obviously relevant to my family. So I have a multi, you know, multitude of them. In terms of, say, from a career perspective, um, for me, it's to help people. Now, I could look at this from a very overwhelming place and say, okay, I want to go and, you know, help X amount of people, which I hear some people do. There's a somebody like a, a doctor in self-development space whose kind of philosophies, I think it's something like helping 1 billion people or, or one, I can't remember the exact figures. Now, for me, that's really overwhelming. And that I would be like, where do I even start? So I'd be like, okay, well, what am I good at? Who am I? Like I said, it all starts with you and discovering who you are. So who am I? Who is Helen? So I am a very empathetic person and caring person. I'm not going to list all the different things that I am, but I'm going to list a few that are relevant to what I'm going to talk to you about. So I'm a very empathetic person. And 
what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about helping people so I can use that empathy that I have, one of my core values, one of my traits to help people. How do I do that then? So when I'm empathetic, that makes me a good coach because I'm able to listen, I'm able to support, I'm able to empathize with the person. Helps as well if I've experienced something. So it's not that I'm trying to help millions of people. I just focus on helping one person at a time. And that's my belief system, one person at a time. If I can help one person a day and help for me doesn't mean like transforming their life because that's out of my control. I just want to help people feel a little bit more, maybe a little bit more lighter, a bit more calmer. Maybe they have, you know, had a perspective shift. Um, Maybe they've just felt related to that day. Maybe they made them smile. Maybe something I said made them laugh, whatever it is. I just want to help people feel a little bit better or just feel more joy or more peace. So how do I then do that? So this is where it comes to then, you know, fulfilling your purpose. I've already given you some examples of how I fulfill my purpose on a daily basis. You know, obviously I said um, calmness and stillness. So how do I invite that? So I structure my day to invite that in. So that means I have my morning routine set up. And this is the thing, you know, we talk about morning routines as if it's about like some productivity thing when it's not at all. So on a daily basis, I make sure that I meditate, make sure that I journal and make sure that I read. And, you know, obviously like fiction reading is not beneficial to anything I'm learning. I'm just reading a story and immersing myself. But that brings peace and stillness into my life because I'm able to just put my mind into a book. So I make sure that that is a non-negotiable in my day. Then whilst I'm meditating, I uh, like mentally rehearse how my day is going to go. And the meditation I listen to always says, what, you know, emotion do you want to feel predominantly today? And it's always, well, not always, but mostly 90% of the time is calm still. And then I may have like a third emotion, which could be, say, if I've got a day of, you know, I need to create something, creativity, say if I've got a lot on my to-do list, I say productive, accomplished. Um, So I make sure then that, all of these different things that I have, like I said, creativity, peace, stillness, I invite them into my life every single day. And I look at my day and my week and analyze how I can make sure that I have more stillness, peace, creativity, etc., etc., into my life. So then you look at that on a daily and weekly basis. I'm fulfilling my purpose every single day. And then when it comes to helping people, as I said, I always try and help people. So me putting one Instagram story up a day, even if I'm super, super busy some days, I make sure that I get something up there. But I do obviously have to take some time away from social media um, now and then because I do get burnt out because I am super empathetic. Sometimes I can carry that um, on my shoulders. Sometimes, you know, if I get some DMs from people that are really struggling or they're really related to my content, sometimes it can get a little bit much for me. So I do take that time and, um, you know, I aim and strive to help people as much as I can, um, through, through social media, through my content, through my life coaching services, um, in other areas of my work as well. But I'm really passionate about people discovering self-development and simply because it helped me so, so much. It saved me. I don't know if anyone's familiar with my story and how I got into self-development, but it wasn't out of a place of motivation. It was out of a place of desperation, actually, and really, really low. So self-development has served as this amazing tool for me that has allowed me to then discover my purpose, you know, peace, stillness, clarity, creativity, present loving mother, present partner, um, and just overall happiness and career, you know, progression and things like that. Because like I said, you know, I'm, I'm helping people. I'm able to help more people because the more and more I share, the more people I'm able to help, you know, I launched my life coaching business so I can help more people, you know, and, and really be able to, you know, 
uh, offer that support. So as you can kind of see, there's a few different ways I have a purpose and it's not about transforming the world, right? Nor is it about, uh, you know, me going and earning X amount, you know, that's not my purpose. And it's really important actually for me that I don't have these huge financial goals that I set that are about earning X amount by X point because I've been there, I've done that and that is like the biggest, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word. I'm terrible this morning actually. My words are just not coming to me. Um, Belle has woken me up like four or five times last night. Bless her, she has a little cold. So I'm a little bit foggy minded today. Um, Striving towards a specific number as motivation for you in your business or your career is like the worst thing you can do. I can't think of the word. I'm trying to think where it like dulls your spark kind of thing. There's definitely a better word for it. Um, It's the worst thing you can probably do because what happens is when you just chase the money, when you just chase a figure, you lose all concept of what it means for you to be doing your job. You're thinking about, you know, converting the next client or selling the next product or you're not actually thinking about what you're doing for that individual or that person or what your business is, you know, stands for, what those products represent or whatever it is in your business, even your career. You know, if you keep focusing on, oh, when I earn X amount and you keep working up that corporate ladder, but hang on, you end up then in a position, maybe you're in, I don't know, like a managerial position and you've ended up doing something you really, really don't want to do. And this resonates a lot with me because um, my partner, Chris, some of you all know who he is through following me on social media. He used to work in investment banking when he left, um, the, do they call it college in Canada? Canada you know, college or university, whatever. Um, and he worked in for Fidelity Investments, which is a huge um, investment bank in the States and, and Canada, whatever. So he was there and he was working like a dog, like investment banking or banking in general is no joke. Finance is brutal. And I don't know if, you know, you're familiar with how wild it is. If, you know, like London is obviously like the big kind of financial district as well as like New York and wherever else, but like these finance people, I have a few friends in finance. Well, Chris has a few friends in finance and it is just completely brutal. Um, so anyway, so Chris, predicted is that what I want for my life um, but I don't think he had that conscious thought and anyway there was an older guy um, that was with him he was like manager or whatever and he sat Chris down and he said something like never chase the money because you'll regret it and he he left then he left um, working in the banking industry and he went to you know pursue his career so he could have, you know, worked really, really high up as a, you know, in investment banking. And trust me, there's a lot of, a lot, lot, lot of money there. But there's also a lot of selling your soul to your job, selling all your time to your job. And Chris had to analyze, is that, is that what I want? Is that what I want for my life? What does, what does it look like? Um, so, you know, he, you know, is very open talking about that and how uh, that played a part in his, you know, decision for his career in the future. And he is, wildly happy in his his career he's extremely successful um but he didn't chase 
than money. So he made decisions not based on, on money, but based on what he was passionate about. And, you know, it's not that Chris's career is um, his purpose either. But what I'm getting at is, you know, um, not making decisions based on money alone. And if you say, I don't know, whatever he could have been on, say was, you know, this is just an example, this isn't the actual figure, but say, you know, if he was working in investment banking, he could have then been on a million a year. Well, hang on, but you would have been miserable as shit. So, you know, be, you need to make those mindful decisions. And is your purpose money? Is that your sole purpose? So when we're discovering our purpose, we also have to think about what it isn't, right? So I've just given you kind of a secondhand experience there of Chris's. Maybe he could tell it a little bit differently, but he's not here today and I am. So um, from from my perspective, when I've done that and chased the money um, was a good few years ago when I had my brand Fierce and Fit. And for sure, I was just taking on clients way faster than I could. Um, I, there was a lot of layers to that as well. Like, don't get me wrong, I was in a relationship where I'm not going to get into it now, but there was a lot of, what shall I say the word is, <sighs> Uh, they essentially had a lot of control over my finances, right? And I was much younger, much more naive. So the pressure was on me to earn um, and somebody was reliant on me financially. So there was a lot of pressure there. So I'm not going to say that I was like, this money hungry person, but there was an element that I did chase the money for whatever reason, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, but I was so, so unhappy. And then the moment I stopped, and I've spoke about this somewhere else in one of my podcasts before, the moment I stopped chasing that specific figure, I think actually the figure was like something around 10K a month. And I chased that so much for months and months and months and months. And the moment I stepped away from that kind of, you know, way of thinking and just the way I was operating was the time when my business went really, really well. Um, and it was just because I'd started to really discover my purpose, which was helping other people. And I didn't have all my other purposes, you know, discovered back then. Maybe this was like 2015 or something like that, 2016. I didn't have all of these purposes about peace and calmness and clarity all in my life at that point, or even creativity. Um, I was more, you know, focused on just kind of like my my career purpose almost. And the, like I said, the moment I stepped away from chasing the the figure was the moment the figures actually came because I started to focus on helping people. So although this podcast is about how to discover your purpose, like I said, I want to help you establish what it isn't and the way that it's maybe portrayed online and things like that. And we think of purposes about money driven or career driven or changing the world or whatever, but it's it's not. And for you, do you know what that could look like on a really granular scale? That could look like, you know, having a calm day, having a peaceful day. Being a super present mother for your kids, showing up in your marriage, in your relationship, reading, writing, whatever it is, try and find something that, you know, like an emotion that you want to feel on a regular basis and try and establish how you can feel that on, you know, a daily basis. What what are the things that you need to do for that to happen? Like I said, whether, you know, you might find that through painting, right? Just an example or dancing, whatever. You need to then make sure that you are painting or dancing or whatever on a daily basis. Now, I understand also, I'm very realistic that, for example, if it is painting, you may have a nine to five job and you may have kids and you may think, hell and when the hell am I going to paint? Painting is just a metaphorical hobby or whatever. But that's for you to decipher. That's for you to figure out where do I fit that into my day or week? You know, I'm not saying that you go and need to do a, I don't know, 
painter Vincent van Gogh um, painting every every night, right? I'm just saying. Um, try and think about places in your day, your week, your month, whenever it is that you can fit in these things that make you happy, that make you feel fulfilled, that make you feel happy, accomplished, free, playful, whatever it is. You need to figure out the emotion that you want to feel regularly and then establish how you invite that into your daily life or weekly if you if you don't have you know the the time for that. But then what happens is say that is painting. We're going to then say, you know, we're going to then think, right, okay, well, I want to start painting. That is what I've, yes, that's where I find, you know, calm, peacefulness, um, clarity, whatever it is. But on the weekend, you know, Sally keeps asking me to go out. And if I go, I really wanted to paint on the weekend, but oh, do you know what? I should go out with Sally. Well, hang on, then you've just chosen some, you know, going out, which is fine. You may want to go out, but over something that is really important to you. And you may feel like, well, hang on, it's only painting, but why are you dismissing where you find uh, fulfillment? Do you know what I mean? Why are you choosing other things, other people, whatever it is, other things that aren't fulfilling you? Maybe like watching Netflix constantly, episode after episode after episode, when you could be painting. As I said, painting metaphorical because it keeps making me laugh when I say it out loud. <laughs> um, well, let's switch it up. We'll say something else next time. Um, so do you get where I'm going with this? Um, you are constantly thinking that you need to have this huge epiphany in life about finding your purpose. You may be in a job right now that is really unfulfilling, but you may think, well, actually, I don't, I don't really know what else to do because maybe you're, you know, you've got years of experience there. Maybe that's what you studied at university to do. And I want you to know that you don't have to go and quit that job and go find something else that's more fulfilling. You can, of course you can. And if you're unhappy and miserable, then I would encourage that you do. But you may just have a job that's just not that exciting and that's okay. I feel like not enough people say that. You know, you see online like, oh, fuck the nine to five and never spend a day doing something you don't love and all this shit, right? It's not the case. It's really not the case. As I always say, if you are unhappy and miserable, life is too short to do anything that makes you unhappy and miserable. But if you're just finding that your job's a bit, eh, bit boring, that doesn't mean that you go need to go and leave and go and study and go and find a new career. You can if you want, but it doesn't mean that. Discovering your purpose doesn't mean that. You know, you may have this job that it's okay, you know, you know, it is what it is, but you want to discover your purpose five to nine outside of the nine to five, you know, think about that. Think about your five to nine. So say if you've got a boring job that you don't feel very fulfilled and maybe don't feel challenged, how can you challenge yourself in the five to nine? Where does your purpose lie in the five to nine? How are you spending your five to nine? You keep thinking it's that the answer's within that nine to five, but maybe it's outside of that. Maybe you just not thought about it. Maybe you don't need to change your job. Maybe you just need to keep your job and just find the rest of your time to be more fulfilling because maybe right now what you're doing is you have this maybe mildly interesting job that's maybe maybe do a lot of admin maybe it's boring maybe it's lonely I don't know and then what happens is because you're so fed up of your day or maybe you're burnt out maybe work is really intense but it's not fulfilling you come home and you go do you know what I'm just gonna watch Netflix or I'm just gonna do this or I'm gonna do that and there aren't the thing they're, they're not the things that are 
genuinely like um you know your genuine interests or the things that you find fulfilling so then what you do is you have a full 24 hours of unfulfilled you know obviously you've got to sleep but the rest of your day your complete full day is unfulfilling but you're using the free time the five to nine to kind of like a self-soothe from the boredom of your day but you're you're counteracting that with more boredom and more unfulfilling things when really it's just about looking at things differently and going okay my job's x what can i do in my personal time that makes me feel all those things i'm lacking at work like i said challenged or fulfilled or creative think about that think about the weekends think about your spare time and i think you know when we start looking at our hobbies and interests everyone thinks that they have to be like productive productivity focused and that's not the case if you want to paint draw i know i said i was going to say paint again paint draw play tennis i don't know grocery shop cook new meals whatever it is grocery shop was a really shit example <laughs> food shop um you know no why did i say it again food shop god i really can't get my words up today make fresh new meals nourishing meals um read a book go out walking go f- join a running club run like whatever it is find where you f- you know you f- find fulfillment find where you find fulfillment find where you feel fulfilled that's where your purpose is you can also have purposes like i said that are about externally about like serving people you know one of the spiritual laws of success is about serving people and what do they mean by that i always used to think serving people like i'm not a waitress well i used to be a waitress but i used to think when they used to say serve people what do you mean serve people so serving people means helping giving something to other people so your purpose may lie there like mine is helping people there's a reason i take a lot of my time to create content is because i want to serve i want to help people your the thing that you can serve people with might just be your kindness you may just have these morals that is about you know respect and kindness and happiness and positivity whatever use that give that to people you know if you are at that unfulfilling job be kind be pleasant be optimistic because you know what you could do you could pass that on to somebody else who's having a really shit day who hates their job and their home life and you've just gone and given the given them the gift of positivity or happiness or they may you know pick up on your peaceful aura whatever it is so sometimes just thinking that way and then try and showing up you know in your everyday life to be more you know in alignment with that with that purpose i hope by now you know you you're thinking that it's not you know i've I've taught you that it's not what maybe you came into this episode thinking that it was um so i think when it comes to kind of like how i discovered my purpose it was for sure figuring out first what it wasn't like I said it was you know not the chase and the money and things like that um because I found like I had all this money and I was so depressed so so depressed I've spoke about this super openly on loads of my other episodes super depressed I had my dream house you know I had my dream car on the drive I had two dogs I was in a stable relationship and I was depressed as fuck like really really depressed really depressed and I thought to myself, this this can't be it. This cannot be it. And you know what? I think it maybe took me about, I've been in self-development now for four years. And I've obviously, you know, I've done all my certifications for life coaching and things like that. So my learning side of it, it's not just something that I kind of live by and um, a positive thinker. This is something I commit daily practice to and studying and learning and things like that. But I think it was maybe the last 
I want to say about 18 months that I really feel like I've discovered my purpose a lot more and that's more on that day-to-day and I read a book that I go on about all the time you're probably gonna eye roll and sick of me hearing about sick of hearing about this it's the miracle morning and the way that taught me to structure my days was completely life transforming for me um it allowed me to understand where I find peace what calms me down what soothes me all of these different things and then by me having those tools, um, I was then able to go, okay, I want to keep feeling more of that. And now that is my purpose now to actively pursue peace and clarity every day through a variety of hobbies or practices or rituals. So maybe that's something that you can think about, you know, start to think about how you can, well, like what are the, you know, maybe rituals or practices, maybe start looking at your morning routine, your evening routine, whatever it is. Um, but I think you first have to kind of decide how you want to feel and then figure out what it is that makes you feel that way and then look at your week and go hang on I can fit that in in the morning in the evening or the weekend whatever it is and then keep pursuing that and then in terms of like the grander side of things I'm going to say grander because it's not something you know that's just like a ritual you can adopt you know maybe it is helping people or do you know what maybe you have experienced something this is a really another great way of discovering your purpose it's if you've experienced something really challenging or difficult maybe you've been in a really abusive relationship maybe now you're really passionate about other people no longer uh you know experiencing that or whatever maybe that's just a simple case of you sharing your story to somebody it doesn't have to be you going and setting up a business to help abused women right i think sometimes we think we we kind of know what our purpose is but then we kind of blow it up massive and go it has to be this i have to go and set up a charity for abused women it doesn't doesn't at all you can just share your story story i don't know where that came from story you can just share your story with another person or online wherever i'm hoping that each time i take you through something i'm kind of helping you realize that it's maybe not what you thought and then just to conclude this episode i think one of my favorite ways of looking at things and life is in seasons now you may have seen me speak about this on my instagram stories but treating our lives like seasons is wildly beneficial so you know right now you may be in that unfulfilled job but maybe or maybe you're studying right maybe you're studying um a certain you know your degree or whatever or maybe you're doing secondary maybe you're doing your masters and you're not being able to work in that industry or whatever because you've not completed it yet so maybe you're doing a job that's not what you're going to be doing next year but you're studying and life's really intense because you're studying you've also got a job Um, maybe you've got a kid as well like who knows right or maybe you're just going through university and that's a lot as well because I remember when I was at university and I hated it I hated how unfulfilled I felt and like how this felt so far away you know I was studying all these things and I was like well hang on I'm not going to be able to actually do anything with it for so long so that was quite unfulfilling obviously I didn't have self-development or any understanding of it then to look and go this is just a season of your life and when we treat things like seasons it really allows us to break it down and just not get so overwhelmed by it so say if you are that example maybe you know you're studying you you've um, got a job as well and life's really intense right now just say this is just a season of my life and I know in six months time it'll be a different season so I'm just in this season of my life because what can happen is if we're in a certain season and we start to go, oh my God, this is too hard or, or whatever, I'm really fed up, I'm sick of doing this, I want to give up. But if you know there's a time frame on it, 
It's so much easier. And that can apply to your emotions. You may be in a season of your life, maybe you're, I don't know, 23, 24, 25, whatever age, doesn't really matter. And you're, I don't know, living at home with your parents and it's getting really, really frustrating and annoying, whatever age you are, getting really frustrating and annoying, you go, that's just a season of my life. That's it. Every life, you know, every year has seasons, whether they last the full year or whether they're broken down. You know, I do that all the time. Like for me, I'll give you an example of, of, of me right now. Life is really intense for us right now. Um, we're both really, really busy. You know, I've got my businesses. Chris is doing really incredible in his career and life is crazy busy. We've got a two-year-old and I love London with all my heart. But the way of living can feel a little bit intense sometimes and I do sometimes get the urge where I say to Chris, Chris I just want to go and live in America, I just want to go and live in the countryside, I just want to go and do this and it gets a lot sometimes, you know, I'm like right but what we're doing all this for because sometimes it does feel like that, I feel like sometimes we're, we're striving so much, what is it all for? That's what I say to myself, is it for more money? No, no it's not, It's. I'm not going to go into it now because I feel like it's a little bit too personal but um what is it all for? And I can ask myself them questions and I go, this is just a season of your life. It's not going to be disintense always, you know, whether you move, I don't know, 20 minutes out, you know, out of London or wherever and just have a little bit of a calmer way of living, a bit of a slower way of living. You can still pursue everything you want to pursue, but maybe it's just a little bit slower. Maybe you move to the States and go and live on the beach somewhere. That's the next season of my life, whenever that is. And I treat it like that. Whereas if I got so caught up in how busy life is right now and the thing is our lives used to be even busier which is crazy um but it's a different kind of busy before you have kids you kind of waste a lot of your time as well you know you go out with friends you say yes to a lot more plans whereas right now we have a lot less free time because we have a child um and we we do really really well as well as balancing our lives um but it's it still gets busy chris is so busy and i go god i wish sometimes you know you look at i don't know older couples that maybe retired and go god i wish i just lived on a beach and it's like yeah well that's not the season of our life and that is so helpful for me you know this can apply to anything um it's just that's just the season of my life i just always say that's just the season of our lives and the same can apply to friendship so kind of going off topic of this episode but um you may find that you're in a certain season of your life when your friend's in another one and you have to then determine then is that season of the life that you're your season the season that you are in sorry and the season that they are in do you think that they're going to stay in that season for a long time are you in a completely different season like for me if I like I have some friends I used to be friends with that still go out a lot but I'm a mother that doesn't have the time to go out on the weekends or do those things or doesn't want to and maybe I have a couple friends that you know like a few years younger than me well, they're probably going to be doing that for another few years. So do you know what? I'll see them when they when they change season, you know? And sometimes we can look at that. And I think it does all help with our purpose because, for example, my purpose is peace, stillness, clarity. If I was going out a lot and living in other people's, you know, the different season of, of, well, living in the season that I'm in now, but then going and doing things that are very conflicting to that, that would actually not fulfill my purpose at all because I'd probably feel quite anxious the next day if I've been out drinking or clubbing or whatever. That's not to say I, I would never go clubbing again, but do you get what I mean? But going out all the time, that would be very unfulfilling to me. So it's about knowing, and I think by discovering this purpose and this conversation that I've just had with you today, I think it's going to allow you to look at things very differently and make 
different decisions. It's going to make you think, well, does that align with my purpose? Is that what I, is that going to, you know, fulfill me today? Is that going to move me one step closer to fulfilling that purpose or, you know, whatever it is. So I'm going to conclude this episode and hope that uh, there wasn't too much chainsawing in the background. I don't think there was because I didn't hear it. And um, just apologies for feeling a little bit brain fog today. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it clarified some things for you so that you can go away after this episode and, you know, start to think about where you can find your purpose in your everyday life. Stop thinking that it's so far away from yourself and you have to go and seek it. It's all within you. I know that's really cheesy. All the answers are within you. You just have to know how to find them. So it all comes back to the self. So if you enjoyed this episode, please do leave me a review. I appreciate more than you know. I think you can only leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. But if you want to keep, you know, helping me with my purpose, please share this with a friend, a colleague, sibling, whatever, whoever, and just keep spreading the message about self-development. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, have an amazing day, week, or month.